0: Hi guys, this is Jan from Taste of Prague. Welcome to yet another episode of the Taste of Prague podcast. And today is a big one because uh, my uh, guest today is um, Czech, please, a.k.a. Brewster. Now, I don't know if you've lived in Prague for some time, but if you have uh, and you follow food, you must know Czech, please, or Brewster because he was probably the first English writing food blogger and... Uh, independent food critic in Prague. I mean, he started blogging in 2007 and stopped a few years later. And we followed him religiously when we started Taste of Prague. He was really uh, he could make or break a restaurant for us. Uh, So he's been quite known on the, you know, food blogging scene uh, for some time and a decisive voice of it in English in Prague. And uh, he's become very, very famous for his annual burger lists, where he lists his favorite burgers of that year in Prague. And we recorded that this episode on the very day, the 2019 edition of that burger list went up, uh, went out on expats.cz. So we are discussing the rankings and how he, what's his process, how he rates burgers and, uh, you know, what was his favorite burger, you know, ever. Um, but we also talked about something that is very dear to him, which is anonymity. He likes to separate his private life from uh, his blogging. So we took actually quite some precaution to actually record that um, podcast so that his identity is not revealed. And we can't tiptoe around like um, some information that could actually reveal his identity, which was very hard because I wanted. Uh, to have Brewster recorded as he actually tests a burger. So we actually found out a way. We recorded the interview in our Taste of Prague apartment in Letna, And the good people of Mr. Hot Dog, which is actually around a corner or two, actually delivered a burger to our apartment, left it actually behind the door, knocked on the door and left. So I could actually open the door and uh, bring it in uh, so that we and um, Brewster could actually try it. So, like, around minute 35, you'll see, you'll hear a knock on the door. Uh, We're actually going to be devouring some burgers, and uh, Brewster will run you through his process of rating burgers. We also discuss, obviously, expat life in uh, Prague, and the development of the food scene and food blogging scene in Prague, because he's been really the forefather of it in Prague. Anyway, uh, I think this is pretty exciting if you've been following food in Prague, because Brewster is, I'd say, an iconic name um on the blogosphere so uh please enjoy today's episode with brewster aka check please about burgers life in prague uh about also um sustainability of burgers and beef eating uh going forward so this is it taste of prague with brewster enjoy Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome Brewster here. Um, Brewster, I don't know if you know Brewster, I'm sure you know Brewster. If you've been following Food in Prague, uh, he has been compiling the burger list, the best Prague burgers list for the past, what, 12 years? 12 or 13 years? Yeah. No, it's a pleasure. I think this is your first interview ever. Is that possible? I
1: actually did a oh, podcast did okay. uh, some years ago about I don't know twenty eleven or twelve. I, I did
0: one. Oh wow, yeah. okay. So, but anyway, it's it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, and um, I wanted to uh, before we get to burgers, before we to get, get to blogging. I you know whenever we have an expat here because you are from the US, I'm assuming, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm from the New York area. A oh, New York area. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I uh, wanted to ask about your experience in Prague like so when did you arrive here? 1999 what 1999 so you've been here for 20 odd years now yep, just on and off or just came here and stayed came and stayed. Why did you stay?
1: Uh, I found uh, uh, employment that uh, <laughs> uh-huh. that has kept me uh, financially stable for a while right. so
0: uh, I decided to, to cool. stay here. And is the same employment that's ever been, or have you changed since then? Same, same. Oh, cool. Um, now, what is, what have been the biggest changes that you've seen living in Prague?
1: Uh, I just want to add that yeah. I'm not any way connected to the food industry. Oh, yeah. It's my hobby. Yeah. Okay. And, uh,
0: the, that uh, so you don't work in hospitality, not in the food not industry. Not in any way. Yeah. So you're not you're not biased in that sense that you will be like a, you know somebody would be your supplier or you will be a supplier and a supplier. Know, consumer no no just uh, wanted to do something
1: completely different as a as a hobby as a hobby
0: cool yeah so um what has been the major changes if you can something that kind of hits you straight away uh
1: prices oh yeah sure <laughs> uh well i mean of course any place you go 20 mm. years uh you're gonna see big price differences and uh you know the sophistication level certainly i mean so, I look back when I came 20 years ago and I wanted to go out for a very nice fancy meal, mm-hmm. the choices were very limited. Yeah. I mean, there were what were considered the high-end places. There was Campo Park, there was Pravda, <laughs> Pravda. <laughs> Jeez, there was yeah. Barak, I'm dating myself.
0: Oh, wow. I remember yeah. I remember Barak. That was, that Barak. was cool yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that the same people as Pravda? It was, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, I can't remember too many else, too many others. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't yeah. wasn't so
0: special. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and it was It seemed to me that it, it you know, and Borog were like places to be seen rather than like places to eat well. No. Well, what was
1: better? Yeah, I mean, sure. there was yeah. Circle Line. If you remember that. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, tell me, tell me what was the best cooking in Prague? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying they were great, but yeah, you could, and the prices were cheaper. You could sit by the river and, and watch, watch the boats go by. But, um, yeah, I mean the, the sophistication level evolved slowly, but I, you know, maybe just, well, in the last 10 years, but last five, six, seven years, things really jumped upward. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, coming, you know, having lived in places like New York and L.A. and London, uh, you feel like those are places where there's just an endless variety of yeah. things. And an endless, you know, there's 25 fantastic pizza places and there's 100 fantastic sushi places. Sure. Prague has some amazing places that I would rate uh, up against places that I've been to New York or LA mm-hmm. at this
0: point, but it's sort of, uh, you know, and not very deep. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, it's not a lot of choices. The other thing is also like, if you talk about New York and London, I mean, there's a lot of ethnic diversity that, you know, Prague, obviously 50 right. shades of white. We don't have that, but you know, it's yeah, I know what you mean. Um, is there something you miss from the U S uh, you wish you had from the USA or like you go back to the U S go like, ah, um.
1: Well, there's a very little. I, I don't mm-hmm. miss a lot. I was just back in December, mm-hmm. and um, I had the best sushi in my life. Okay, but that's you know, there's not great sushi in Prague. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a big secret. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, but nothing to write home about. And um, you know, there's a few dishes where I see it on a menu in America, and I'm like, I gotta have that because I can't get. It. It's like fr- like really fresh fried calamari okay oh really so when I saw I went to a place uh, that just opened Gilda this tapas bar oh yeah sure yeah on the JCP yeah and they had fantastic fresh mm-hmm. calamari and I said to the guy I was like how is it that this is so good and he said well we're part of the Kogo group and we get their fresh seafood yeah, and we, sure. we clean it and I was like well it's not those rubber frozen rings yeah. that you see everywhere yeah. else yeah but so Prague now has yeah. great fro- yeah. great fresh calamari so. okay
0: But like, um, yeah, I'm guessing like lobster rolls is something that I would love to have from the U.S. Lobster rolls and like you know maybe like a chowder stuff like that. Yeah, well, there have been lobster rolls. uh,
1: Zdenek's Oyster Bar had it for a little while, and and they were really expensive. And this new place, um, Ram Lobster and Burgers, has a lobster roll, which was. Very good, uh-huh. uh, but very small and yeah, very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mister Hot Dog has a special sometimes. Oh, I've had, uh, they've yeah. had a
1: good lobster roll yeah. too. But yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really miss too much anymore. Okay. I'm re-
0: I actually sometimes miss my favorite Prague restaurants when I'm in the states. That's exactly my next question. Well, is there something you miss from Prague when you travel to the US? I mean, it doesn't have to be food. It can be like anything.
1: Uh, something I
0: miss from Prague. Well, yeah. I
1: mean, uh, I miss, uh, the ease of transportation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate being in a car all the time if okay. I'm in Washington or New York or, well, New York, I'm not in a car, but, uh, I hate having to drive 45 minutes and everybody thinks nothing of it in the States yeah. to, to get across town. Um, so Prague is just, I mean, the size of it, the great public transportation, mm-hmm. Um, I was in the center, uh, uh, a few days ago and I left like dead center old town and got home to Vershevica by taxi in 10 minutes. Yeah, sure. 10 yeah, minutes. 10 minutes I, mean, yeah. I mean, I was just was like, this is amazing. That doesn't exist. Yeah. When like you LA. In, yeah. yeah.
0: That's, that's, yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, of course. Um, now you started blogging in 2007. Right. It was really one of the first, if not the first, it was one of the first blogs in the US. I remember me and Zusie were reading it quite religiously, I'd say. Um, why did you start the blog? I was looking for a creative outlet. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was doing, you know,
1: work. It, it was, you know, I was looking for something fun, yeah. something I could express myself, some little bit of, uh, creative writing, a little bit of humor. And actually, I'd been thinking about a blog for about a year, but I didn't know what to do it about. And I was consuming other blogs, and I found the ones that I was drawn to were anonymous fly-on-the-wall people, like a a bouncer at a top club in Manhattan who won't tell you who he is, but tells you all the fun inside stories. And another one about a woman who was in a top Manhattan law firm and what really goes on
0: yeah. behind the scenes. Anonymous lawyer kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And
1: I said, and I, and I said oh, I'd like to do something like that, but I still didn't know what. And one day I opened the New York Times and there was an article about food bloggers. Mm-hmm. And they profiled like six of them in Manhattan. And I've always been a foodie, okay. even long before. <laughs> you know, It has nothing to do with yeah. food writing. I always cared about restaurants mm-hmm. and good food and good cooking. And I've worked in restaurants as well. And, um, I said, that's it. I said, I'll never run out of things to write about. I eat three times a day. Sure. Uh, I like to go out to really good restaurants and I'm also, a, even before blogging was the kind of person who would love to, br- you know, break the news about a great restaurant yeah. to friends and spread around. And I was like, well, I could do this on a much larger scale. Sure. Now.
0: Um, you always thought of the review with a quote. Yeah. I remember how, how, how did that come about? I love quotes, love quotes? <laughs> I love quotes. Yeah. And,
1: and I was just, you know, it just, I was looking for just a creative writing device. That was one thing yeah, and, um, I found it fun to find a,
0: a quote that I could weave in some sure. way
1: and play off of.
0: Because it's a story in a restaurant review in a way it's like, it's off the visit of the restaurant, whatever that is. And you know, the quote really, it was a really nice touch. It was a really nice introduction. I really liked about it. um. um the um so did you, did you did you eat out a lot did you cook a lot at home or was it mostly eating out
1: uh cooked a lot at home mm-hmm. and but a lot of eating out I mean uh, you we cook home, uh, three nights a week at mm-hmm. home and go out four or you know but anytime there would be something new I love to discover something new and it's like you know it's a it's a gamble you you know you hear a couple of good things and you go out and you'd have a terrible experience and but then that time that you go out and you have the best meal of your life and you weren't expecting it perhaps i think that was one of the things i was going to tell you was yeah not just food blogging but life in general Mm -hmm.
0: managing expectations is is the key to happiness (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely um is there something uh when you started blogging did you set out like a set of rules for your reviews was it a very I'd say like a organized system or did you just start and let's see what happens was it like basically just started out writing about them and then maybe realizing later on this is my standards this is what I I'm looking for in a restaurant
1: um yeah I mean I started off not having too many rules uh, mm-hmm. you know it was a, one of the things that sort of made me feel okay with doing this and starting it was i said well who am i i'm not a a trained food critic i don't have a lot of experience in this area i have a lot of experience eating Mm -hmm. i've traveled a hell of a lot around the world and i love great food and i think about it a Mm -hmm. lot and then i said well it's subjective it's it's my personal opinion if i like something you can't tell me i didn't and and i'll give you the reasons why yeah but they're my reasons Mm -hmm. and somebody can say well uh, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I liked it. I don't care what whether there's a rule or there's a. It, it wasn't the perfect uh, Bordelais sauce or the perfect uh, holiday sauce or whatever. I'm like, hey, this 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 worked for me, and this yeah. is why. Uh, as long as I explain it, and I was, and I would say it's too salty or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But um, what rules did I have? I I basically started off going sometimes once, and then I realized actually. If you really wanted it to be fair, it would be better to go twice. Sure, Yeah. <laughs> and I, I still remember, uh, it's now uh, gone, Shea uh, Marcel. I went once and had a fantastic meal there. And I, was, mm-hmm. and I started writing a blog post based on this one meal. And it was just like, this is, I can't believe that it, it was such a good meal. And I'd been there many times. Yeah. But they'd had a new chef. And then by chance, I was invited a few days later by someone to join a, a, a dinner there. And I had all the same things because I loved them so much and they were terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. This is the same restaurant, a lot of the same dishes Mm. and something went wrong in the kitchen. There was a different chef. Who knows what happened? So the post was, I took something from a tale of two cities and it was like a tale of two dinners. Oh, a tale of two dinners. Okay, cool. Do you have a favorite review? Yes, actually I do. Which one? Um. God, the uh, I hope the name escapes me of the restaurant. Now it was. Um, uh, I'm blanking now. The uh, famous nasty British chef who opened a restaurant in the oh Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, you wrote
0: about Mays. Mays, Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. That was my favorite. I, I spent so much time writing about that, and it was all about uh, something about the emperor. Not wearing any clothes, so he didn't like it. Um, what I said was, every course I loved something, and I was meh
0: about yeah, yeah, the, uh, sure. the other mm-hmm. the other
1: thing. And I said, "If you're Gordon Ramsay, and this is about the expectations, yeah, okay? yeah, sure, if you're yeah. Gordon Ramsay, and you're charging me over four thousand crowns mm-hmm. for dinner." Both, Back down. both dishes in each course yeah. that are knocked me out. And I was like, you don't get away with 50-50.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that was a very interesting story, right? Because it just, it was there for a few months and it Less shut down. Yeah. 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 And then it shut down and two months later, it got a Michelin star. Yeah. That was, <laughs> was nice. Right. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so it was shut down and they got a receipt of Michelin star. But it's very interesting that Gordon Ramsay had a restaurant in Prague. That is true. Um Now, why did you stop? Time. Time. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's just
1: uh, I get too many other things Mm -hmm. going on in life. And and, uh, to go to a restaurant twice, you know, even sometimes some restaurants might only deserve to go one visit if you're just blogging anyway. I mean, these were on expats that CZ for a while. So I felt like you needed to go twice to call it a review even though it yeah. still was exactly the same blog post yeah uh that i would have written anyway but um uh yeah i mean going to a restaurant twice and sitting down to write a real review didn't recounting that many dishes and what and why and finding a quote yeah. and finding a creative sure it took hours and hours mm-hmm. and i just didn't have the the will to do that yeah. anymore and i'll tell you one other reason mm-hmm. was When I was writing these much longer elaborate reviews, I would post them onto my social media, which I had started at that point, and they would get, you know, some views and some comments, and then I would make a photo gallery of just the photos, those would blow up, and I'm like... People don't care what I say. They just want to look at the pictures. Yeah,
0: that is true. That's why Instagram was like,
1: became such a big thing. So you get like, I'll just say this was good. I'll say three or four things. Done. You know, they're happy. I'm happy.
0: Mm. That's why. Do you miss it? No. No? No. No.
1: It's too, it's just too much work. And, uh, you know, you you do want to have some sort of positive feedback. And, uh, you know, I mean, even if I made some money from it, it wasn't, you know. Yeah, sure.
0: It wasn't a profit deal by any stretch. Um, Are there any food bloggers that you follow today?
1: Well, you're my number one. one, uh, I'm a big fan of of your work. And uh, one one of the reasons I agreed to do this is Uh uh, the the quality of your writing and uh, your wit. And uh, you seem like really nice, (laughs) good people. And after watching you over a period of time, I felt like, well, you know, I don't like to
0: be too public or do these things too much but uh, I thought it would be fun for both of us to Yeah to absolutely yes. no I'm really stoked when you said yes because uh, it was basically what happened was um how I got to write you was Elizabeth from Haas from um expats.cz because she was she's reviewing some guidebooks about Prague in English and she said like can you send me yours and so we sent ours and she said, oh, and by the way, you should reach out to your Czech you know, please because he is, you know, publishing the, the new burger list. Well, and, well now they're going to be, yeah, everybody's yeah. going to be writing no, her. Oh, yeah, no, 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 not. But no, but it's just, you know, it's like, um, and I thought this is actually a very good idea because we did follow you quite a bit. We did follow you when you were really one of the few back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was, um, you wrote this in, uh, you wrote a Kalina write-up in 2013. And then you wrote that, you know, Prague seems like a village when it comes to, you know, food writing. Which is very true back then. Even back then, you know, Sook started around like what 2010, 2009, and that was like a young Czechs writing about restaurants in maybe a more informed way than just so <clears throat> a Exactly, yeah. But otherwise, in English, not really. It was Prague Spoon, I remember. Yeah, I remember Fiona that. Gaze wrote a few pieces here and there, but otherwise, not really. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so is there any besides us? Thank you. Is there anybody else?
1: <laughs> in, in English, um, God, I, you know, there, that's the thing that surprises me is mm-hmm. how few people are, uh, writing in English. Uh, you know, that, I, I mean, uh, there's several Instagram accounts in English and I don't know who's behind them or yeah, what, but sure. I, I, I hesitate to, call any of them out as being a favorite of mine. Okay. Uh, maybe if, it'll come back to me
0: later. But. Sure. Um, now, let's talk about one thing, because when we started writing, you, you wanted to make sure that you don't, your identity is not really revealed, that you, you were set on be, staying anonymous, right? Um, and throughout your writing, you always, you know, I took D out, yeah. out of that, and yeah. I, there was an M, I think, somewhere there. Yeah, and I just I, used yeah, initials. Yeah, just the initials. Um, why? Why either. is this so important to you?
1: Well, there's several reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was, uh, the basic premise that food critics should be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, should why? They? well, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely, you know, arguments on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I came down on the side of anonymous. And the reason was, um, mm-hmm. uh, if I wrote about a restaurant and said the service was great. Yeah. It just opens me up to saying, well of course it is, because they know you and-
0: Oh, sorry. So, um, this this just happened. Just keep your call. Okay. I alright. Um so I'm just gonna I am just going to i I think you know this. So what happened was that I agreed with the good people from Mr. Hot Dog. To actually bring us some food, oh, they're just gonna keep it behind the door. They're just uh, gonna okay. leave. I'm just gonna go and pay later. Yeah, so, okay. so that's the idea. I have no idea what they're gonna bring us. I think it's gonna be the beef sliders. We'll see. Because I wanted to see. A, I wanted you to. Uh, I wanted to see you eat a burger. All <laughs> and right. Maybe you know, and right. maybe, like, you know right. just you know, maybe some comment on it. But anyway, so um, anonymous, yes. Um, oh, so uh, you know,
1: there's two arguments. Mm-hmm. One is that food critics should be anonymous another is well it doesn't sure. matter all that yeah. much oh yeah the
0: service you said like you know because yeah. of course it was because they would know you
1: yeah i mean i feel like it would be hard to credibly comment on the service if you're well known yeah uh, <laughs> all right okay
0: I'll be here. Okay. All right. all right you left okay so let's just see
1: yes uh i just felt it would be mm-hmm. hard to Defend myself when someone says, well, you got special treatment. Uh, I was treated badly. I hate the yeah. service there. And I was like, well, they're super nice to me. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, of course, if they think you're going to write something uh, and and influence people in some way.
0: Yeah, I get your point. But the fact is, and my counterpoint is that people, I mean, we always say there's two types of restaurants. Either they know us or they just don't know us. Mm-hmm. And even I go crappy of service even in places they know us. It just, it doesn't like mean that suddenly, because you're fam- famous because they know you, it doesn't mean that they suddenly get really better at service. If the service is bad from the very start, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, there's more courtesy maybe. there's yeah. more. You know. The only thing I always thought was that maybe they would give us a bigger portion, right? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, usually the cooking, you can't really just cook something better if it's already done. You know, if you order goulash, it's done. You can't really beautify it. Uh, but the bigger portions, they don't really impress us. Mm -hmm. actually quite the opposite if they got if we get like a big load it's actually in our our, in our book that's a minus that's not a plus
1: well there you know there's a whole bunch of different reasons one other is for example let's just say that it works out that way Mm -hmm. um that it it doesn't ultimately matter um there's another way to look at it is if you're looking at it like journalism Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to say perception is reality. Sure. Yeah. People, perc- w- mm. whether or not they give you different treatment, mm. people think that, and it will cause them to give you less credibility. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I would say is I've heard people say, well, uh, you know, you're not going to be mean to somebody who's nice to you or. Sure was showing you extra hospitality mm-hmm. or friendly or establishes a relationship, a relationship with you. Yeah. I tend to prefer to keep my distance, mm-hmm. uh, from owners and, and managers of restaurants. Uh, I mean, it doesn't always work out if you're here 20 yeah. years, Yeah, but, um, you know, if somebody serves you a bad dish and that, the, you know, you like this person, sure. I don't care. You know, people say, I'll still say it's bad, mm-hmm. you know, Okay. It's hard. You don't, it's no, hard. It's just, um, you know, because oh. you, know, you know that person's going to be hurt. And I've had people come back to me mm. and I've uh, had relationships yeah. damaged by me <laughs> saying I didn't like the food or there was some problem. Mm. And there are other people who take it on the chin and they're cool about it. But
0: I know that I always say that like um, off online actions have offline consequences. That yeah. sometimes, you know, people, you know, because we, we run food tours. And we go to a restaurant and we're, we always are very clear about um, that we're very disloyal. That if we find something better, we're just going to leave and just go to that better place. And, you know, in the course of we've been doing it now, this is the ninth year that we've been doing it. Obviously, we have left many places behind and moved on to better places because that's, that's our job. That's why people hire us. We want them to give what's best in each category in Prague that we can actually get into. So there can't be loyalty. We're loyal with our customers rather than with our, you know, quote-unquote suppliers. And that's heartbreaking because sometimes you really love these people and you really establish a, you know, a relationship. And then, or maybe it's a mom-and-pop thing. And they're like, you know, I don't say struggling, but, you know, it's, it's a hard life and it, you, they want to do their best. And then something opens and it's better. In a way, it is our obligation to go to that new place. Because that's why people hire us in the first place. And it breaks my heart to leave these guys behind. You write. I mean, in that sense, I do agree that being anonymous is better, probably, yeah. Yeah, and uh,
1: uh, people who figured out – you know, there are people who figured out who I was. There there are restaurants I go to very regularly, and, uh, you know, if you write –
0: so, let me ask you, are there, are there some restaurateurs or like uh, people in the food industry that know your identity, that know it's you? Yeah. Is there a few? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just unavoidable.
1: I'll, you know, for example, mm-hmm. uh, if you go to a place and you write about it regularly. Are sure. oh, they're like, oh, hey, listen. It's, well, you, it you it yeah, kind of sure, matches yeah. up. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, here's another yeah. funny way to look at it. Sometimes I've complained on my social media about something that went wrong in a meal, and people comment, "Why didn't you complain? Why didn't you send the food sure, back?" Yeah. First of all, you know I, I don't love the awkwardness, yeah. disrupting the of, of a meal. Uh, but second, I'm like, well, they'll hear about it on my social media. Yeah. But if I also send it back, they're going to immediately know yeah. <laughs> who I was. That yeah. was oh, it's that guy who sent it back. So I'd rather just sort of suck it up and then sure. you know give my opinion later
0: rather than give the direct feedback and basically do you say maybe after you pay a bill like this was not like if sometimes you know people because that's the most common question you pay the check and was everything all right i i do say so Hmm. general but more
1: often when i'm not planning to write about it which is i don't write about everything i do and, and uh you know so you know, I, I'm not averse to go to if someone's saying, was everything all right? And I, I say it in the friendliest way sure. I could muster. Yeah. I'm like, well, actually, this could have been better. I would have, you know, I had a little issue with that. And, you know, I, I was at a pizza place recently mm-hmm. and they forgot a, a topping I was really looking oh, okay. forward to. Mm-hmm. And we were in a big rush and they yeah. were like, oh, we'll make you another one. I'm like, I'm yeah, so Don't
0: worry about it. Don't yeah, worry I'm about absolutely. it. Can I get sure. a pizza? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah, that's the worst thing. That it's like, uh, but I know what you're saying because um, we we don't write reviews really. It's just you know we just write like listicles and like the best of because that's what we do, and um, maybe well, the amount of Instagram stories that we make and don't publish is you know as large as the one we publish because we don't. Sometimes you know it's a, it's not a great meal. We and don't we. But sometimes, you know, if it's a restaurant that just wants to rip you off, then sure, we'll just write about it. But then if, you know, they had a bad day, everybody has a bad day. I had a bad day, you know, right. just today. Uh, you know, so, so like, we don't want to knock them down for trying hard and not really succeeding. So, the fact is that sometimes, you know, that that's actually... But being, you know, being known, that actually helps you do that, actually. Because you don't want to look like the a-hole, you know, like <laughs> who, just, you know who just, you know, knocks everybody down on the first opportunity.
1: No, I... I yeah.
0: I know there are advantages and
1: it's, you know, I've sometimes been tempted to be, you know, be much more public and do it in a, in a way sort of Mm. like you do it. And I also sort of can decipher your codes when you seem less than pleased, but don't, don't want to smack someone around too much. But, um, I haven't kind of gotten to that point yet. I, I, you know, the idea of, for example, you know, I saw you many times in a Mm -hmm. restaurant. Yeah you know, see your wife and and your child and Uh it's a very sweet scene and everything. But I'm watching you. Sure. And of course, yeah, no, (laughs) it's weird. (laughs) You know, I don't like, I don't (laughs) want to have random people. I don't know, just watching me and saying, oh, that's that
0: guy. So so to be perfectly honest, it's been happening to us more and more than just we walk into a restaurant and just people look at us. Yeah. And I'm kind of fine with it. Zuzi is slightly distressed by it. I think they look at her more than at me because it's, Usually it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's a fashion thing that like, you know, it's girls look at her and like, you know, like what is she wearing? I, I, I wear, I wear the same thing every, I wear jeans and a shirt every single day. Yeah. So like, it's just nothing to look, you know, judge is going to judge. Yeah. But yeah <laughs> it's, you know, and Susie is like really uncomfortable. I mean, there's a lot of like nice feedback that people would come to us and say, oh, we love what you do. Blah, blah. And that's very nice. It's very encouraging and it's a motivation, but sometimes people just look. And that's kind of, a, that's the, um, it's not like the, well, it's not the, it's not working in a coal mine. You know, it's not the worst thing that could ever happen to you, but you're right. Now, I just want to, before, let's, let's have a look at those burgers then. All right. Okay? I have no idea what we got getting. It. So that's like a sauce here. Oh, I think it's just the sliders. The uh, I think we got the fries too. All right. I think that's what the. Uh, oh, onion rings. Oh, I love, love the their rings. onion rings. I'm a huge fan of yeah, those. Yeah, so, yeah, Mr. Hot Dog. The, the panko crusted onion yeah, rings, I should yeah. say. Let's just have a look at that. I'm just gonna take a picture of that. I've just never eaten on a. Oh, it looks like a. That's yeah, the bacon cheese flavor, isn't it? Mm hmm. Of that, like we found you in it, obviously. There you go. That's okay. Oh yeah, please, Thanks, please, please do, please do. So, people, we are to those uh, who are tuning in, we are eating uh, the uh, bacon cheese sliders from uh, Mr. Hot Dog. They're not a sponsor. I'm gonna go and pay for this later on, but they were so kind to actually do the delivery for us because they actually were are recording this in our rental apartment, which is right. Um, next door now so we're talking we're having burgers in our hands so can you just tell me what what makes a good burger so uh, a great bun like a brioche
1: style bun Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't fall apart that's toasted on one side maybe uh, maybe buttered or you know toast on a grill not baked in the oven so it'll become crumbly so they Mr. Hot Dog has incredible buns they're they're delicious Um, part of my process is Mm -hmm. uh I think, you know, the overall flavor of the burger is mm-hmm. important, but I, I'm pretty weird and I do this if I'm rating a burger. I eat everything individually.
0: Oh, okay. See, so, so you I open the burger. So I open the burger, I am just I tear off a piece of bacon. Okay. I'm just pointing and painting a word picture here. Fantastic so, bacon. Uh-huh. Crispy,
1: <laughs> not overcooked, mm-hmm. a little smoky. And I'll see the pickle, How you know, sour. I really like the sour note i miss uh, the burger i love pickles i love ketchup i feel like a burger is out of balance if it doesn't have a, a sort of a little bit of a sweet and sour mm-hmm. note to yeah. it yeah um the cheese it's kind of hard to find in here it's sort of mixed in with the slider actually, sauce
0: yeah it's actually we have two different burgers i think so like, you
1: know,
0: maybe they forgot you know cheese in there
1: there may not be. I don't know. There
0: may not be. I don't know. It might be
1: melted into it. Yeah, maybe. Actually, it's not because their their cheeseburger has uh, usually a crispy, big, mm-hmm. crispy edge. And then you gotta you gotta tear off a a piece of the patty by itself. Mm-hmm. So you know how the meat is. Wait, where is the patty? <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Um, so you eat that.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> Wow, you made quite a mess of that burger, I must say. Yeah. yeah but then you put it back together and just eat the rest, right? You start right. with the different individual components to see what the quality of the components are. Mm-hmm. And then you just gotta go for the full image. Like how it all looks Exactly. Together. Okay. It, it is a cheeseburger, actually, it was just on the other
1: side. Mm-hmm. Um. This is very good. <laughs> and it's one of my favorites. It came in number three this year on my mm-hmm. burger list. Um, I love the. Slider sauce, which has a nice tang to it. I like the pickles. Um, the beef is a little, reminds me a little bit like, um, just a little bit like Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. Has a, has a nice smashed
0: quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> Love it. Cool. So, um, why, I mean, you started this. When did you, what was the year when you started the first ranking?
1: 2009, maybe? Yeah, why, or-
0: why have you started this?
1: I saw it somewhere. I saw, I just saw it somewhere else. I saw someone else do it and I was mm-hmm. like, that's a good idea. I'll steal it. And, um, you know, and then
0: I lost control and did 30 in yeah. a year. Wow. So does it make, um, so do you feel compelled whenever you go and eat out and they have a burger on the menu just to have that burger?
1: Um, I'll lean in that direction if I think it's a good one. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes when, because sometimes I, I think, oh, I might not get the chance to come back here again. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have a little internal battle with myself where I'm like, do I want to please myself or do I want to please others? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't, you know, this would be good on the burger list, but I really feel like that chicken sandwich at, uh, Salt and Pepper. I love their chicken You're sandwich. Sure, yeah. um, mm-hmm. They have a great burger too. But I think one time I went there and I was like,
0: oh, well, I should have their burger, but I had the
1: chicken sandwich mm-hmm. because it's, it's good. Hmm.
0: Now, what's the best burger you've ever had? Oh, man. Wow.
1: In Prague or anywhere around the world? Well, I, I made Cantina number one again this year for the mm-hmm. second year running, and I absolutely love that burger. And I could say, you know, I remember eating it and mm. savoring each morsel just mm-hmm. each bite I didn't want to eat it fast I didn't want to eat it without thinking I contemplated Yeah did you close your eyes when yeah. you did it? Yeah. Okay yeah. yeah and uh it, you know it's it, I wish it was a little bigger mm-hmm. yeah. um you know the bread is nothing special but it's all about the beef the and it's yeah. a nice thick patty and it's got great fat content mm. and it's got smoky grill flavor I yeah. have this sort of Proustian moments where something reminds me of uh, a backyard barbecue. Yeah, sure. Um, so that, sometimes that is what I'm looking for. And if I get that sort of moment where you're like, oh, it has that grill smoke. Mm-hmm. It has that that crumbly
0: beef flavor. It's not over mixed up or smashed or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know. yeah. What, what ruins it for you in a burger? Is that other something like, you know, that, that turns you off in a burger, a component or a sauce or the way it's constructed? Is there anything? Well, I mentioned this repeatedly in my list
1: that the thing that drives me the craziest that I hate the most and will put you quickly to the mm-hmm. bottom of my list is people who mix salt directly into the ground beef. Yeah. Okay. And there are a few places in Prague that do that and, and uh, what, what it salt cooks meat. Yeah, sure. If you leave salt on meat for too long, it'll cure it, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll cook it. Yeah, so in fresh patty and then salt later. So, you know, there are, I don't know, you know, I haven't gone in a few years, but let's say there's a few places where it's, you have a hamburger patty, it's rubbery because mm-hmm. it gets cooked before it's ever touched sure. heat. Yeah. It's pink in the middle and yet it's got a rubber quality. And you're like, how did that stay pink and still not yeah. be soft? It's
0: because of it's the salt. salt. Yeah. Okay. Um, Now, how long do you think you can do this? Well,
1: (laughs) I've been saying for several years that I didn't, I didn't want to like say that's it, I'm done and and then just go back on my word. So I haven't said that, but I keep threatening to myself that I'm not going to do it again. And you know, I'm cutting down on my beef. Sure. Consumption, I did 22 burgers, but a lot of them I used to eat twice or three times. Mm-hmm. This, for example, Mr. Hotdog, I love Mr. Hot Dog. I had this slider only once this year. Oh really? Just once. I used to have it like every, every month.
0: Mm-hmm. But isn't that like the restaurant reviews that like you should have a burger twice?
1: Not possible
0: physically. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I um, get it. Yeah.
1: But I'm cutting down on beef for my own health, mm-hmm. um, and I've, I, I've I, you know, I feel quite better eating less beef. Um, you know, I, I lost weight. Yeah. Not that I was heavy to begin with, uh-huh. but uh, definitely helped trim down. Um, for the planet, sure. um, I don't think eating a lot. Of, you know, and just mentioning that will probably set people aflame because some people
0: don't believe in that. But I mean, I, yeah, there are like. Proved climate effects, like to, like, I mean, there's a footprint to, mm-hmm. to the beef industry. Let me put it this way. And yeah.
1: I've seen documentaries, you know, showing the conditions that cattle are raised mm-hmm. in. I, I, you know, I said, if I'm going to eat the stuff, I should see where it comes from. Yeah, sure. And I did, yeah. and I'm still eating it. I have to say a lot less and I, so I feel a little bit better, but mm-hmm. nobody's going to give me a pass for not uh, stopping completely. Do you get a
0: lot of hate mail because of the uh, burger
1: rankings? Almost none. Uh, I got the most hate in the beginning when I started. When people are like, "Who are you? Where did you come sure. from?" Uh, yeah. you, when you're not a known quantity, and yeah. people want to put you back in your box, wherever you mm-hmm. came from. But um, over time, I, you know, it's my platforms. It's my social media. Yeah. People are there by choice, yeah. generally, and so uh, I think. People have gotten to know my taste over many years. People write to thank me for tips and they've gotten ideas. I've had, you know, uh, you asked, you know, there, there have been times where I wrote about a restaurant. I talked with the chef mm-hmm. or whatever. And then uh, the review came out. And, of course, I really liked the place. And I went back and the chef knew who I was. Sure, yeah. And he comes over and he's like, thank you so much. You know, I want to give you all the free food yeah, now yeah. and everything. And I was like, mm. no, 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 I'm always yeah. going to pay. Yeah, sure. I don't want free food. And he goes, but you wrote such nice things. Mm. I said, because you made nice food. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do you a favor. Mm. I yeah. You did me a favor by yeah. making great food. And if I had t- if you'd made a bad meal and I would have said so, mm. you would not like me.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: it goes both ways. Yeah. And uh, so if someone... Thinks I did them a favor by
0: saying their food was great. I say your your gratitude is misplaced. Okay. Um, now you said before we you know hit the record button, uh, we went through the questions, and you said that you have a system for rating burgers. Can you just um, explain that a bit? Well, I was going through it yeah. basically when. Uh, said, you, you, is there like a point system in your head? Not really. It's not, just not going Played by a. Uh, do you can't kind of keep notes.
1: I keep notes. Mm-hmm. I make notes on my phone. Yeah. I use the dictation. Okay. Looks like I'm on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I, you're, okay. I'll say, you know, great pickles. Uh, the bun was a little stale. Mm-hmm. And it dictation works really well mm-hmm. on iPhone. And, um, you know, I, I take it apart. I, I, you know, I always take a pinch off the meat. I always try to scrape a little cheese off. I taste the bacon by itself. You know, I don't have to take the lettuce or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I have to go through everything. But I I just, I I write factual notes. And one of the things I was going to say is I sort of distrust anybody who doesn't have something to say of where they could improve. Okay, sure. If you read a review, it's just just inherently that says everything was perfect. I loved it. It was the best thing ever. I just don't trust it. I was like, yeah, again, perception Mm -hmm. being reality. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Um, but if I go, well, the, the patty was great, but the bun wasn't. The, mm-hmm. the pickles were this, but, you know, this could have been better. Yeah. Not only is it, you know, an accurate reflection of mm-hmm. what I thought, but I think when readers come to it, they go, they I find they, they see what they want to. If they don't like it, they focus on what I didn't like. If mm-hmm. they do like it, they focus on yeah. what I did like. And it all balances out in the end. But that's mm-hmm. sort of my approach to it is just, you know, the yeah. goods and the bads. So. Sure.
0: Now, um, have you, um, I have a question, all these onion, onion rings now. Um, yeah, you, um, you changed your benchmark fast food burger from Burger King to McDonald's in between 2017 and 2018, <laughs> uh, a pivotal moment, man, the, you're good. You're good in the, uh, burger rankings. Now, uh, why? I got sick of Burger King
1: for a while. I mean, not that I ate it that often, but I just um, like the smoky flavor of, mm-hmm. of Burger King patties. And, uh, you know, I think the previous year I went and ordered, you know, their, you know, whatever the fancier burger is mm-hmm. than the Whopper. And this beautiful picture on the menu and then you get it and it's this dead flat. You know, flask squished thing. kind of thing, yeah. and uh, and and then you know, applying my rules to it and going, oh, the meat was, ugh. yeah, <laughs> the yeah. bun was, ugh. yeah, everything was, <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, I just sort of was like, I really didn't like mm. it, and I said, you know what, I'll, uh, I like big, mm. uh, you know, Big Macs, okay, from time yeah. to time, and I just said, I also think it's it's fun to just change things up. I mean, just do something a little different. Uh, so I went back to Burger King this year, oh, but oh, really? Okay. This year's has Burger King again, burger King again. but okay. there was just one year it was one McDonald's. Year McDonald's. I think,
0: wow. I, you know, was hoping it would stir up some con- oh, controversy. Okay. And has it? No. No, not really. Um, just with you. Yeah, oh, okay. So I noticed. <laughs> um, now, why do you think people love burgers so much? Because it is a very popular thing. Like nearly even restaurants that I think shouldn't have a burger on the menu have a burger on the menu. I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. Burger is one of those foods that sort of like...
1: You know, I wouldn't use the word perfect, but uh, just a a, a classic. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a a great meat delivery system. Mm -hmm. And so there's foods that are just universally loved and everywhere around the world. Mm -hmm. Pizza. Yeah, sure. You know, sushi. uh, You know, I could probably come up with a few others, but Mm -hmm. it's just partly because of fast food, everybody sure. knows what a burger is. And, uh, when people say, well, we can make a better burger with better ingredients and all these other things, people love beef and, uh, just the interesting combination of all the things you can put on a burger, whether pizza topping, it's just sort of, uh, you know, it has a sort of a mystique to it, like sure. an Americana, you know, go to yeah. the diner and have a burger and, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a love of beef. It's a love of simplicity. Sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I was listening to your last podcast, and uh, I totally agreed with Joanne Plotzkova yeah. that Prague needs, needs a real sandwiches. sandwich places. Okay, yeah. I mean not. I mean there's these sort of you know pret a manger type sure. things with a little, tiny little yeah. strip of yeah. whatever in it. But you know that's maybe. Maybe one thing in New York mm. is those deli sandwiches, sure. where they just pile up stuff on great bread, and
0: uh, that's. I, I think it sounds like neither you or John have been really swept away by the chlebicek.
1: Not really. Sure. No. no. No.
0: No. I mean, it's, if I'm in the mood for mayo, I, yeah. All right, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's mayo forward. It's too mayo forward for mm-hmm. you. Now, I actually think um, uh, that the burgers are. What is nice about them is because we. Posted about a chlebíček a year ago mm-hmm. and we got, um, it was from, I think it was from, um, Kríš, which is in the Jungbanova, you know, kind of that old kind of had a, like a retro feel to it. And, um, we wrote, I mean, you know, sure it's great, but it's like super heavy and stuff. And we kind of criticized it a bit. And then a the Czech follower wrote, Oh, so a burger is fine. And then a chlebíček is not fine. And I thought about this and I actually thought to myself, actually, yes, because if you go to, like, um, any good burger place, they can tell you stories about how those cows were fed, where the meat is from. I mean, they the good places, I mean, make their own buns or, like, have a baker that makes their own buns. Everything is sourced from somewhere. Everything is controlled. You go to a klebicek place, and it's all mystery. Like, I mean, oh, this bread is, like, from, I mean, from, you know, Penham, whatever, like, a big, big industrialized bakery. And, like... They probably buy the salad or the mayo. They don't make their own mayo and stuff like that. So I actually think that's actually, it's quite surprising that Chleviček as a Czech thing has in general less pride in it than a burger because I mean, these guys, those cool guys with beards and tattoos in their forearms, when they grill a burger... I mean, they've controlled most of the you know supply chain sort of thing, you know, just to put it together. Yeah. And it's like, you can ask where this lettuce is from, and they'll say, oh, it's from the farmer's market, stuff mm-hmm. like this. But you know, it seems much more processed uh, You know, by comparison, the check
1: Well, the other thing I was going to say that mm-hmm. ruins a burger for me is as bad as, is uh, I would say, too low fat content. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I went to some, you know, high-end burger spot, and I think they thought that you know, quality meant lean yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, quality burger needs at least 20%. Yeah, And it just makes the burger, it makes the flavor. And also, uh, you know, I had one burger on the list that I was like, could have been good, but you got to put salt on it and yeah. you got to put enough salt. Salt elevates mm-hmm. beef flavor and uh, on top, you know, right before you cook it uh, or during cooking. But, uh, you know, fat content, salt on top.
0: You know if if they get that wrong it
1: can ruin a good piece of meat
0: yeah now let's talk briefly to finish this this year's uh edition is out yeah uh so who won cantina again cantina again i I mean
1: it's my taste i i I, you know i always say don't call it the best of list Mm -hmm. it's not Prague's 10 best it's my bruce Bruce, my favorite and i'll tell you and i give very specific reasons Mm -hmm. every year i lay it out yeah what i'm looking for what i like what you know Mm -hmm. what flavors and then i go on to say what i liked and didn't like and uh yeah i mean cantina yeah savored every bite um there was a new one at number two Mm -hmm. it just came out of nowhere uh this new place called uh rom lobster and burgers Mm -hmm. it hasn't caught on in any way it has very expensive very well prepared i thought very tasty seafood seafood and sophisticated Mm -hmm. Dishes, And then they have a, a burger for 240 crowns, which they grind the meat themselves. They ferment their own pickles. Mm-hmm. They bake their own bun, which was excellent. It had a, it also had a sort of a, you know, Shake Shack quality to it. Mm-hmm. It had a, it was very uh, easy to bite. Mm-hmm. It didn't have, you know, too many other things in it. It had, you know, grilled onions. So I was like, again, an expectations game. I took a bite and i was like, wow. Wasn't expecting that. Ah, cool, that was good. Um, and yeah, just I said, hey, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, I don't, my, I don't have that reaction too mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they deserve
0: some nice attention. Cool. What's number three? Mister Hot Dog. Mister Hot Dog. There we go. <laughs> yeah, on the podium. And four and five just to really like, just to give the top ones. Four is uh, Bad Jeff's mm-hmm. barbecue. Are you friends with Bad Jeff?
1: I wouldn't say we're friends. Okay, do you know each other? Yeah, he knows who you are. He does. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, he's he knows people I know, yeah, sure. and uh, it's it's mm-hmm. not a big. We were saying yeah. Prague is one degree of separation. Sure. Um, and um, I'd actually knocked. That was another thing. I mean, uh, I think he took it pretty well, but I really? I rated him lower in previous years because I didn't like his bun, I said okay. so. And uh he changed to Manson Bakery Buns mm-hmm. this the year. The Danish bakery in, um, yeah, in And um Made all the difference. And uh cool. it's like credit where credit's due. Uh number four. Uh that was four and five is oh, Hillbilly. Hillbilly. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't shoot me if I if, oh, sure. if I'm wrong. But uh I think I think Oh no, it, i think it was um Micropharma Okay. JCP. J Z P.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now is there like um I would say like a, is there a tendency to look for something new when oh, you yeah. write these lists because I mean it's it's like oh because I mean I think dish was twice in the uh, in a row Mr Hot Dog was twice in a row now Cantina is twice in a row I think it was interrupted by um, Black Dot Cantina I think at uh, Naplovka. is that like a um, tendency because we always like that's we have a friend and she says that like the holy grail is to find like a great. Uh, fried cheese that is better than as good as locals for less money. Yeah, you know. So is that like a um, holy grail to find like the hidden? Everybody wants to find that hidden gem. Oh, it's like this hole in a wall thing, and you get it, and it's just delicious. By the way, uh, so is there a tendency to find something new? And second one, how do you find new places? Do you like search out for new burger places or like it's word like you just see some somebody you know on social media? How do you research? Um, some of it is so I I. You know,
1: I don't know. I have like however many thousands of followers and I follow a few hundred mm-hmm. people. I don't know. Maybe it's like 800 people. But every every social media platform I have is dedicated only to food. I only follow foodies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know almost any of these people personally, but um, I follow Czech bloggers. I follow mm-hmm. all, the, all the English language ones. It doesn't have to be in English. And, uh, I see tips like that. I love to be the first one okay. to find out a place. The People, scoop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, someone might give me a word of mouth tip. I've, you know, sometimes just, um, gone on long walks through mm-hmm. old town and, you know, I don't do that so often, but every few months, every six months yeah. I go a long walk through old town and I'm like, that wasn't there before. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't oh, there before. Good. Check it out. Yeah. Um, And I think that the, the, uh, Ron place, I think I just stumbled on, no, actually I saw them on social media first Uh and, uh, I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but then I was like, I was, I was in the area and I'm like, I'm going to
0: try it. Cool. Yeah. Um, now, um, last question. Uh, it's, it's really, um, maybe, oh yeah. I had one more question. Do burger places reach out to you? No, no, never. No. Hey, I mean, no, I mean, we're uh, right here. Go check yeah. us out.
1: Well, I mean, restaurants do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can't think of a burger place that has. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not very often. I would say five, six times a year, mm-hmm. I get a I get an email or sure. a social media message saying, "Hey, we'd love it if you came by," and I just say it's not really how I work. I just. It's more organic. I go where I want to go. I don't accept invitations.
0: Sure. Um, I don't, yeah, want, you know, yeah. I mean, we operate way. very same way. Yeah. Um, now the last question, because we could talk about this. You talk, I could talk about this for hours. I could too, but we have to kind of keep this to like a some, you know, um, mm-hmm. some framework. Uh, I always ask the last question, which is kind of the one thing you eat when no one's looking. It's really funny to ask this when we've been talking about burgers this whole half hour uh that we you know in the past but um do you have something like a guilty pleasure <laughs> well this will maybe this will make uh this is just i remember different. you have a from your blog there's one thing we always like Susie and I, we really enjoyed your um the sweet teeth you kind of had a sweet tooth oh, like yeah. the chocolate fondance so you would always have a chocolate fondant in a place uh, yeah. at the end of the meal i remember one of those course, Yeah, you went to Dish, you were reviewing Dish, and you wrote, of course I had to have the dessert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, uh, I really love that. Oh, I have a so, huge sweet tooth.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love chocolate. And, um, you know, I mean, chocolate fondants are so, what, 80s, 90s Yeah. It's like, that's like a, the ambrosia. But I'm entry. like, I don't yeah. care. It's like yeah. it's hot. Sure. Yeah. Rich, dark chocolate. I, yeah. You know, I'm not going to apologize for that. Of course, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to. But, um, but is there
0: something darker, something deeper?
1: I I should have thought of something
0: uh in advance but I just what popped into
1: my head because this was something I came upon <laughs> recently is something that every American uh loves and I've seen checks like recoil and mm-hmm. horror from peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, you love peanut butter and jelly? I not love. I I have it from from time mm-hmm. if I'm at home and I'm, there's just nothing to eat and yeah. I have and I've got some peanut butter peanut and jelly, jelly and and I
0: make some and I'll you know put it on toast. And um that's not that bad. I mean, like I used to. I was a foreign exchange student in the US. Yeah. I ate a lot of PBJ. It's great. It's it's nice.
1: Well, no, I, I, I yeah. uh, was had somebody from Russia visiting recently, and we were talking about peanut butter and jelly, and she was like, "What are uh, you yeah. talking about?" And we said, "Try." And she just took a bite, and she went, "This is genius. Yeah, this, this is, great is actually and sweet good. Yeah. and salty." It's, yeah, you know, yeah. I um, but I have seen people think those
0: two things don't go together from a. I don't From know. Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah, maybe we're not used to that combination. Sweet and salty. Yeah,
1: I love
0: sweet and salty, mm-hmm. you know, like um, I remember. So my, um, when I was a foreign student, it was in Houston in Texas. And, um, so the, I had a, they had a kid who was my age. It was like a brother, you know, quote unquote, and he would eat hot dogs with, um, with, uh, maple syrup. I'm like, this is nasty. And they're like, yeah, try it. And I loved it. It's delicious. It's a total perception yeah. thing
1: because, uh, you, you know, you think what you wouldn't eat. Who, who would just come up with the idea of putting maple syrup on fried chicken? Sure. but you are yeah. like, if you put a waffle yeah. next to it, yeah. you have your chicken yeah. and waffles. That's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Or who would put jam on a, on a steak? Yeah. Right. But if you yeah. have switchkova, you're yeah, like, oh well I gotta have my cranberry and it's like how different is cranberry yeah, than sure. jam yeah. when you're having jam on your steak?
0: You're right, Your cranberry, you have whipped cream on your and steak. And whipped cream, yeah, yeah that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> I, I totally do agree. I mean we do used to sell switchkova and uh, on the tour and we got some really positive looks. And it was a hard sell. We had to pitch it very well to actually people to try it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's all about expectations yeah. uh, and perception. Expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And perception.
0: Anyway, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for actually indulging me for coming over here and have some burgers and some onion uh, rings with me. Uh, I hope I will get to see a few more burger lists eventually. Veggie burger. Veggie veggie burgers. Yeah, I would love to see that.
1: I hope that will inspire people that they're very good. It helps the planet. Uh, I'm leaning more in that direction. I'm trying to... I'd say I eat meat only once a week now, and uh, become more vegetarian and uh, try to reduce waste uh, and uh, make less garbage as well. So we, we work on that.
0: That's actually super cool, actually. I'm really looking forward to it. Anyway, thank you again. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure. Thanks. Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Taste of Proud podcast and uh, please stay tuned for more. Uh, Don't forget to rate us online and if you have any comments or any feedback, please go to our blog page to let us know. Uh, We'll be happy for any tips or any pointers that you may have. Thank you again for listening and until the next time, cheers, goodbye.